0: Man, um, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast, Becoming the Boss. Uh, the Becoming the Character, uh, it's Dallas Prater, by the way, the voice of this podcast, but the Becoming the Character, uh, cover for this podcast should be changing today. I figured out it wasn't changing, so I changed it to Becoming the Boss, and so it be a little different, even though I love the old cover, and it was artistic and all that. Uh, artistic doesn't actually help business sometimes. But, uh, without further ado... What I wanted to talk about this episode, first of all, I wanted to update you on what's been going on with the Jones Room and how we're going to uh, continue to grow and grow forward. Um, but m- before I get there, I want to talk in this episode just briefly about how, um, you know, how you feel uh, is really important. It's very important because I think how you feel determines a lot of what happens. And I, like a lot of this, I have no proof for, but some of it is like obvious. And I don't know, it's just something I've been seeing a lot lately. You know, working in a casino, that's, that's just, I don't know, it's just its, it's just crazy to me, like, I, and I've i seen a lot of it in my own life, and I'm like, you know, I, like I said, I'm not really a spiritual, I'm not really a spiritual or religious person, to be honest, um, but there's, it's setting out on my path, you know, and this is something that a lot of, you know, this is like a common talking point within the podcast I do with many rich entrepreneurs and things like that, you know, that there are a lot of things that'll happen along your path that are like almost miracles and it's like it's specifically crafted to you signs and things that you'll see like you know every time I talk to an entrepreneur who's actually done things like even someone who's on a path like me like we laugh about it because it's like man like it's crazy how this happens like what is going on in the world it almost doesn't make sense how things just happen like almost out of complete serendipity Serendipity, and like I don't know it's freaky it's freaky the world is very freaky but I remember like the first time I experienced it in a casino um, was when I was playing blackjack this was probably a few weeks ago maybe even like like when I really first got there so maybe like a month or two ago and I remember you know in blackjack is a game where it has ups and downs and ups and downs um, and so you know if you don't know uh, I'm not gonna explain the entirety of blackjack but uh, yeah blackjack you know use your hand versus the dealer whoever whoever's close to 21 essentially wins um, you place your money down. You place your bet down. Let's say you place twenty dollars, and whatever you win, you get that money, or you lose that money. So if you place twenty dollars, you lose twenty dollars. If you win, you get twenty dollars. Is your dealer? You know the dealer will lay out their cards. You will lay out your cards, and whoever whoever's hand is closer to twenty one at the end of the day wins essentially. In blackjack, you know sometimes it'll go up and sometimes it'll go down. and It'll go up and down. It, it, it works in like like it's almost like a pattern. And so you'll go on a streak sometimes where you win a bunch of times in a row, and sometimes the dealer is just like. They have black magic and they'll win over and over and over and over again. I remember I was sitting uh, in the uh, uh, what's called the Freedom Court of the casino. It's like it's a little area outside. This was like when the summer was just ending. And so it was a nice like, uh, you know, um, it was a nice cool night, cool summer night. You know, the you know, it's like an area with an awning over top of it. Uh, it's not really outside, it's technically outside though It's an area with awning on top of it, all the doors open Breeze is blowing through, we're sitting on this table People have been losing all day And so, you know, everybody's kind of bummed out Because when people lose, they get nasty They get mean towards the dealer, you know And, you know, they're sad sometimes And I don't like to see people sad I like to see people, especially good people who are cool, win uh, Especially players that sit down and they're talkative. They're having fun, they're friendly And then they start losing and then things start to change Hold on You know, that's, that's something that you never like to see. And so, I was sitting at this blackjack table, and people were losing all day, and I just wanted somebody to win. Like, I just wanted somebody to come over with a W. And so, this guy sits at the table, you know, I think it was a black dude, and, um, you know, uh, you know, at first, he's playing, right? And he keeps losing. He's losing and losing and losing. Like, it's up and down, obviously, but he's losing most of his hands. Like, the deal is pulling out all types of magic. Um, but then, I think, like, this... this either this old Russian or old Asian man sit next to him, and, you know, they just start making conversation, like, they kind of forget about the game, and they just start making light, and just start talking, and and, and laughing, and having fun, it was the most odd duo that you would see, Um, you know, because the Asian guy, like, he didn't even really, like, English wasn't his first language, and so his English was kind of broken, but, like, still, like, they had, you know, in, in the black dude, like, his English is, like, obviously slang, and like so, it, it's not the most clear and understandable, um, you know, in terms of American standards or whatever. Like, like even me when I got to high school, people didn't understand what I was saying because like my English was like slang. Like, you know, instead of dog, I'd be like Doug. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I'm from Baltimore, so it's like, you know, they ain't really, they ain't really get me. So we sit on the table, and these people they forget about the game and they just start talking and talking and talking. And even the deal, like even when they they would lose or whether they win or not, they would tip the dealer. And it was almost like a chant was going on. After a while, they'd be like, "Oh, whatever, good dealer, good dealer." Because they were just in the casino when, like, when they when they win and they tip the dealer, "Oh, good dealer, good dealer." Ah, oh, it doesn't matter, good dealer. And they just kept saying, "Good dealer, good dealer." It was like a chant was going on. Like, you know, it was laughing and joking and having fun, and the energy in the room started going up, and then magic started to happen. Like these two players, they started winning. Like it started, like they start, they went on one of the cra- that was the first crazy run I ever seen in my life. Like these people, were like probably like emptied like a thousand dollars because they were starting with like very low amounts, probably like ten, twenty, fifty, a hundred. They probably like emptied like a thousand to two thousand dollars from the case that was next to me that I was paying out from, and they kept winning and winning and winning and winning. Like it was the craziest thing in the world. Like back to back to back to back to back to back. You know, twenty one, twenty one, twenty one, twenty one, twenty one. Like right on like like twenty one savage or something. Right on the head every single time, and. uh you know, I was just, like, mind-blown, like, that that they went on the streak, like, that it was the first time I'd seen it, um, to make a long story short, you know, uh, you know, we were playing blackjack, but we were playing the double-deck version, so there was two decks, and every now and then, there, you know, because it's two decks, the cards run out, and they have to shuffle, probably, like, every five minutes, and on one of the shuffles, the guy decides to get up, it's a black guy, he decides to get up and go on a smoke break, and leave the room, and, um, I just felt like when he got up and went on a smoke smoke break, maybe they had lost a single hand at that point. And so he was like, okay, I'm going to take a break. And, you know, the guy was by himself, you know, his energy, you know, kind of died down because they weren't so synergistic, like they weren't, they weren't together and making fun and things like that. And at, like, as soon as the other guy left, it was the most weird thing. Like the Asian guy, he just started losing and like, he would lose like almost every hand. And so he got frustrated And you know, just he like the dealer's like, "Come on now, just just put the money that you have in your pocket and just come on, just leave, you know, leave with a win, you know, leave with some profit." So he got up and left because he kept losing his hands. And then a black dude came back, and then he kept losing. Like the dealer had like insane black magic. The dealer was like murdering this dude. You know, the dealer would have like a sixteen and pull out a five and make a twenty-one. It was crazy because the way the game works is the players can like they'll get two cards originally, but they can say either hit or stay. Stay means like, you don't want any more cards. Hit means give me another card. So if you got two cards in the beginning, your first original cards, let's say they're three and a six, so like so nine. You could say hit, like you 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 want another card, um, and so she'll give you another card. Uh, she or he, depending on who the dealer is, um, and depending on you know what that card is, you can either hit or stay again. Um, you know, so let's say like you got a nine and you say hit, you get another card. It's a seven, so you have right there uh, a sixteen, and so. You're basically trying to guess, like, okay, what card is going to come out because you don't want to go over 21. If you go over 21, you lose. It's called busting, so you lose. Uh, and so, you know, but the dealer, what the dealer's rule is, is that the dealer has to continue hitting until they have either, uh, you know, basically until they have a 17. Okay, so if the dealer has a 16, they'll hit regardless. Okay, the game that we're playing, the particular blackjack that we're playing, I know I'm getting a little complicated with the rules, is if you bust higher than, if the dealer busts higher than you, you know, your, your bet pushes. You don't lose any money, but you don't win any money. Uh, it just stays the same. And so you kind of have to guess. And if you have a 16, obviously you want a 5 to get a 21 or at least a 20 because the dealer is going to hit until 17. And maybe the dealer is going to hit and get 18, 19, 20. So you, you kind of want to guess and get your hand higher, closer to 21 than the dealer without going over. And if you're going to go over, you want to make sure you're going over in a way that the dealer is going to go over higher than you. Um, basically, you, you're you trying to guess to see which cards you get to get close to 21 without going over. That's pretty much the game of blackjack in a nutshell. And um, so, you know, the dealer, like, would be close to busting. And, like, she would get, like, fives or fours and perfect 21s back to back to back. And completely erased this dude from the map and left. You know? And that was the first time I experienced it. I was like, oh, that's kind of strange. Like, it, I, don't, I don't really... Whatever. Like, it was, it was the most weird thing on the planet to me. Um, But... Low key, after that, you know, it was a pattern that I noticed over and over and over and over and over again. You know, blackjack has natural ups and downs, but some people, times people go on runs and they just keep winning. You know, it's usually when like I remember I was on, uh, you know, uh, no bus ten. It's a table that's like in the on the main floor. And it was this group. It was this guy who runs a men's club here in L.A. It was his girlfriend, Nancy, and a lady he was sat next to named Nancy. And the rest of the table was full also. It was a Hispanic lady uh, and two other guys, I believe. Um, and, man, the group was having the most fun. They were laughing. And I remember, like, they're, like this lady started with, like, one stack of yellow, which is, like, $100. And by the end, she had, like, $800. Like, and it was all stacks of yellow. And he had, like, a big stack of purple, like he had, like, they went on the craziest run just laughing and having fun, and it was that day I started asking my coworkers like, like, do you feel like that, like, I asked my coworker Joe, I was like, hey, Joe, like, do you feel like when the players have more fun on blackjack, and they're less worried about getting the money and winning, like, that they win a lot more, like, when they have good energy and they put it into, like, they win a lot more, and he was like, yes, and it's like, I think a lot of people feel that way, like, I think blackjack, like, as weird as it's to say, because we're not, like, spiritual, miracle, anything, like, like, it seems a lot of the times like it's based off the energy. Now, I understand physically, like, that is, that is that is that is not possible. It is not possible. It should not be possible at all. But it happens. And I don't know why it happens. Like, it doesn't make any logical, reasonable, rational sense in the world. And, you know, I feel stupid for even saying it on this podcast. But it's something I've observed. And it's something that everybody else has observed. And it just happens. And in, in, in no one really knows why okay i remember it was yesterday uh and i was sitting on the same blackjack table and this it it was it was it was these 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 uh these two fellows it was it was a young lady and a young guy and i don't know why like i sat down on the on the table and like i felt like they were talking they were having fun but i just felt the energy like i felt like like instantly i don't know why something is magic something is magic about this deck Something's magical about this. these people. Something's magical about this moment. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know what it was. And so they're just playing. And out the gate, they won so many hands. And they didn't just win these hands. They had perfect 21s every single time. Like, they would either get blackjack or they would get, you know, just something missing. I remember, like, there was this one hand where the lady next to me, she had a 12. And she hit and she got a 9. And that was the perfect 21. And then the guy next to her he had 13, and he hit, and he got an 8, he had a perfect 21, like, back-to-back, and they would get so many 21s, and, like, then, then, like, the dealer, like, when the dealer hand busts, uh, there's something called a buster bet, and a buster bet gets paid in multiples, okay, depending on the dealer's hand, so if the dealer busts with, like, uh, like, like, three cards, it's, it's a regular two-to-one multiple, so you get two times the bet you put on a buster bet, so what I mean by bust with three cards, let's say they have, like, a, like a 10, a 6, and and another 10. That's three cards. A 10, that's one card. The 6, that's one card. Another 10. It totals up to 26. It's over 21. The dealer, if their first two cards is a 10 and a 6, they have to hit until 17. So they have to hit again. If they get a 10, they'll bust. So that's three cards only. So the dealer will pay two to one. So if you bet $10, you get $20 back. And so the dealer... You know, but but the multiples increase. Like if you have four cards, I believe it's still two to one. Um, if you have five cards, if the dealer busts with five cards, it's four to one. If the dealer busts with six cards, it's sixteen to one. And so if you have ten dollars, you get one sixty back. And if it's if it's if it's seven cards, it's it's fifty to one. If it's eight cards, it's two hundred to one. And it stops there because you know eight cards is just like I never seen an eight card or a seven card bust. But this table, they were playing and like they were having a lot of energy. They were getting. 16 to 1, 16, like, they got, like, I think, like, two or three six-card busts, like, back to back to back, and, like, I don't know, like, like, me and the dealer was, like, shocked, like, like, everybody was, like, oh, my God, like, the energy over here is insane, something's happening, something's really special happening, and I remember, you know, it was this one particular play, and they had, I think, two other people at the table at that point, and they, they, you know, they were two, ten dollars on the Buster Bat, a five dollar, another five dollar, and a dealer starts drawing cards, Um, I think the original two cards was, like, like, it was, it was, like, an ace, and another ace, and then, so that would total out to 12, and then it was a 10, and so that totaled out to 12 again, uh, no, that totaled out to 13, and then, so I think it was, like, uh, it was, like, something like, like, three aces in a row after that, and so that totaled out to 16, um. And then they pulled out another 10, and it was 26. There was a 3 in there somewhere. I don't know where exactly the 3 was, but there was a 3 in there. Uh, So it must have been Ace 3. So that's 14. Um, Then maybe a 10, 15. So Ace 3. Ace, so that's 15. Ace, 16, right. Then Ace, wait, no. So Ace 3. 14 ace 15 ace 16 ace 17, but that's a soft 17. And then it was a 10. No, 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 it couldn't have been a 10. I believe it was another ace. It was, it was something weird. I don't know, but anyhow, uh, you know, I'm pretty good at remembering cards because I do it every day, but I don't, I don't remember exactly what the sequence was. The point of the story is that the dealer. Actually, busted with a seven-card bust. It was the first time I seen it. I've seen the dealers dealers go crazy, seven-card twenty ones. I mean, yeah, seven-card, six-card twenty ones. I've seen it multiple, like twice at this point, because it's not that common. But I have never seen a seven-card bust. But these people on the table actually got a seven-card bust, which pays out fifty to one, and so it was two hundred fifty, two hundred fifty, five hundred, and five hundred just from ten dollar, you know, five dollar and ten dollar bets on a busted bet. Most insane thing I ever seen. Um, I went to break and came back. And um, you know the two players had split up and went to different tables, and eventually, you know, I don't know where the young lady went, but the young guy came back and he had gone back to you know it at the end of the night pretty much, and he had gone back down. I assume to whatever he originally came in with, but you know, but the energy in the beginning at this point was, like it was, it was it was it was it was absolutely crazy the way it was going. They were winning like back to back to back to back. Um, a lot of the game, man, I feel like it's just facilitated by energy, and similarly, like I think the ways in which we feel uh how we feel rather um dictates a lot of what happens in our lives you know you ever had one of those moments where it was like you know you don't like, like i don't like it's hard to explain like it's one of those moments where you just wish it on a star and you believe it more than anything in the world you know like when i was first coming over here and i wanted to move to california didn't know how it was going to happen but i was adamant about it happening and my girlfriend gets a you know two thousand dollar credit line extension you know just out of nowhere it's just like strange little odd moments and signs where you barely make it you barely slip through the door and it's just like it was a miracle like i don't know how that happened but it happened like you feel light and free and you just act and everything just aligns to to work you know that's one of the things we t- all talk about as entrepreneurs like you know like sometimes some nights you just can't miss it's like when you're hot in basketball you just got that feeling you're just hot you on a hot streak i don't play basketball but you watch the nba Sometimes Steph Curry or LeBron have hot nights and they just can't stop. They just can't miss. It's nothing that can possibly go wrong. They just like, it's it's a free feeling. Like you get in the zone and you just believe, like no matter what, in this moment, you can't fail. And and, and because of it, you really just don't fail. And weird and odd and miraculous, serendipitous things that happen to make sure that this moment, you know, goes the way it's supposed to go. And it's something that's been happening through my my life, back to back to back to back. It's even like in things like pickup and things like that. Like they say, confidence is key. But some nights you're just on. Some nights you're on fire, and everything you say is gold and magic and funny and, and mysterious and just the right thing that you need to make things happen for you. Um, you know, one you could say a pickup line one night and it doesn't work. You say it the next night because of the energy and you're in a zone. Like it just works. Like I don't know. It, it's hard to explain, but I feel like there's such an X factor to our lives and the way we live just based off our you know our energy and the way that we feel and that carries moment to moment to moment to moment. And so when we feel good and we have great energy, um I, th- I think it's important like the, the 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 moments that you know you know the small moments, the small wins that happen because of our energy um you know they they accumulate and they lead to golden years. They lead to good good years and good a good life overall you know just small moments of belief and trying and, and really feeling like like I feel like you know even for me a lot of my businesses and movements that I want to create didn't work because I had a lot of fear around it like it, it was coming from a place of escape you know I wanted to you know escape the fact that my family and the people around me didn't have much pride in me I didn't think who I was going significant I wanted to prove them wrong it didn't come from like really just not caring and flowing and, and really being free about about it you know, and even in wrestling, those are the matches I want where I flow when I was free. And, you know, it, it, people talk about it a lot, you know, in terms of like the secret and, you know, all the like manifestation and, you know, the law of attraction and all these things. And I'm like, oh, these things are crazy. It's woo woo. It doesn't make any sense. But man, it's something that, you know, you know, even even when you go back in history, like why did people start to pray? You know, did they really see results from this? Like, why did people start to, you know, believe in casting spells and things, like, is there really things in this world, because, like, think about it, like, you know, there are no rules, you know, our very existence, uh, you know, came from literally nothingness, like, there was nothing one moment, and then there was something, that's actually, like, there's, your mind can't even wrap your head around it, like, it's, it is it is physically impossible to be nothing, and then for some reason that nothing becomes something, our reality, who we are, like, it doesn't make any sense. There's no reason in hell we should all be here. No reason at all. No rhyme or reason. There was nothingness, a void, and then we came to be. Just out of nowhere. Like, even, like, you say, oh, it was God. Like, even God had to have some starting point. Where he was non-existent, then he came to be. So maybe there is a mechanic in this world. Maybe, Maybe there is a way in this world that the ways that we feel... Actually, change things. You know, I I don't believe this is true, but but I've observed that you know you know now most of me believes these are just coincidental, but but I don't know. It's kind of freaky at the same time, and so I'd rather just you know feel good all the time and 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 believe all the time and you know get good like even like in a a microscopic way is like maybe the ways in which we feel influence the ways that people around us feel and it changes their decisions therefore like there's something happening is my point you know uh, and, and it's something that's been you know traced and, and recorded and influenced our habits in the way we live and think since the beginning of time and so i say all that to say man it is important to and this is what this podcast really is all about becoming the boss Becoming the boss is so much about fixing your brain chemistry to feel good and to be in the zone and to be prepared for the challenges that are ahead of you, and so that you do get these miraculous moments and these results that you want. It really is all about that, okay. And so, uh, yeah, that's all I really had to talk about in this podcast. So, um, you know, uh, obviously, I'm going to elaborate on the Jones Room. So that's not all I had to talk about in this podcast. So, but, but, man, uh, I have like a seven day, you know, free, completely free. All you need is your email address. Um Becoming the character, www.becomingthecharacter.com slash seven day challenge. Essentially, it's basically seven days where I talk about all the things that I'm doing and learning in my life to fix my brain chemistry so that. My brain produces good chemicals and I feel good and I rise to every occasion and opportunity. I feel light and free and able to be a boss because when you have boss chemicals in your brain, boss things happen in your life. Boss things happen around you. People respond to you like your boss. And it's all about fixing your brain and making sure your brain produces the right chemicals. When there's a golden opportunity, like there's a girl you want to talk to, you should feel good about it. You should feel light and free and unconcerned. Your brain should produce good chemicals, not bad chemicals that make you overthink and hold you back. And so, if you want to learn how to go from the bad chemicals to the good chemicals, go to www.open any browser: Safari, Mozilla, you know, uh, Internet Explorer, whatever your phone has, or just go down in the description below of this podcast so, and it'll be a link. www. Go into the URL. Enter wwwbecomingthecharactercom slash seven day challenge. And uh, I'm not completely finished the website, because it's just something I'm, you know, I'm testing to see if y'all want and that y'all want to be helped with this and things like that. But just go down into your email address. It'll go to the next page. The next page is to say thank you. Thank you for registering or whatever. And then uh, I'm just gonna see how many people register, I guess, and send emails to the training. And so we're gonna go day by day by day by day uh, and just tell you the seven things that I do, uh, seven variables that everybody knows but no one really understands truly to fix your brain. And make good chemicals come when good things happen, or when you're going, you know, to take on a challenge or to take on an opportunity. Um, it's how to, how to essentially be a boss and create bossness in your life by fixing, not like the law of attraction or the secret or anything like that or manifestation, but literally by fixing like your brain, like the the literal chemicals, not like spiritual chemicals. Like how do you fix literal chemicals in your body so that you feel good, so that you perform well? Um, and and meet the mark. So, uh, it, it, what made me think about this podcast? Is, so, is I was just reading somebody actually interviewed on his podcast. Ten figure CEO, uh, he makes ten figures a year coming from being a bartender. James Wedmore. Um, you can go back and listen to his interview. I think it's still up. It, it, he posted something called Money Manifesting One Hundred One on on Instagram. Needy and desperate energy repels money. Uh, it repels people. It repels everything. But, uh, you know, I was just reading this caption. It just made me think, like, it's kind of, like, I see it every day. Like, it's kind of crazy. People win tens of thousands a night just from belief. And so the topic, he says in his caption, the topic of money occupies the majority of space in most people's brains. It's the number one cause of fights in the relationships and the biggest cause of stress in our lives. And as entrepreneurs, it's so cool to know that you're in charge of your financial destiny. Sky's the limit. But this also means you're in charge of your financial destiny. So it's up to you. And worrying about money does nothing but push it away. What you worry about, you set in motion. Getting needy and desperate is still operating from lack. And that energy of lack simply creates more lack. I've been in such a mental space of lack and allowed it for so long, even knowing what I know, that I'm pulling out loans just to pay rent. But now I fixed my brain chemistry, like, and I'm really on top of it for these last few days, last few weeks. That you know, I I I really don't care. Like any, like I, even with that situation, I feel good. Going to work every day, now getting paid enough to pay it, I feel good. With the Jones room, I feel good about what it's going to do. I, like I'm not really too concerned about anything i feel light and free and good and happy and that's when i think i feel strong and able i feel like i can win like i can't miss a shot i think everybody should feel like that and so to continue to capture you say and understand this is simple but i'm not saying it's easy and it's one thing to start imagining yourself as a billionaire with cars and bling and whatever but you could also just start finding peace find a sense of safety calm content content and gratitude because the person who feels safe and peace always gives what they need it's and if you always get what you need then what do you have to worry about? I mean, it, it's just—I don't know—it just—it was just so much truth in it for me. But um, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, that's 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 what's been on my mind, man. Like, it's just crazy how it works. But in terms of the Jones Room, just to you know, go to www.becomingacharacter.com dot. com slash seven day challenge. I, I believe it's forward slash seven day challenge. Anyhow like like the slash that goes towards the end, whatever slash seven day challenge. It'll be in the description below. Just click it. And we can talk about how you fix your brain. I don't know much about manifesting and things like that, but I know how to feel good every day and perform well and, you know, have boss chemicals. But <coughs> um, actually, you know, that's all I'm going to say in a separate podcast. Episode because my girlfriend texted me, I probably got to go and actually eat because I'm, I'm kind of dizzy right now because I haven't eaten a lot today or yesterday. Uh, and so get our day started and things like that. It's about six o'clock, so we should probably get that done and, um, yeah, so that's all I have to say in this episode, go to becomingthecharacter.com slash 7 challenge, and I'll see you tomorrow, I'll talk more about the Jones Room and things like that, give you a little update, uh, because, you know, I recently checked on the poster, and surprise, 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 what happened to it, so, um, yeah, I'll see you in the next episode, thanks for listening.